voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine with radio news from a national perspective, call-in-air and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 713. My goodness, as one of our other podcasting friends does the area code every time, 713. I'm sure these guys could come up with an area code for 713. Houston. 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 I yeah. used to have a 713 number. Yeah, so see, oh, wow. we've reached that 713. All they're in is the 200, so... We've got them kind of beat, don't we, and at least in a number of issues. We've got a busy show tonight. We really, really do. And Jeff's going to tell us all about it, aren't you, Jeff? I certainly am. And by the way, we're getting up to we're getting into the beginning of our 15th year coming up very shortly. So uh, March 19th, yeah. Yes, you better believe it. Well, well, first of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. And we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes. Next up, we have a feature produced for WBBM Radio, which in 1988 was celebrating their 65th anniversary on the air. My classic air check is X-E-R-O-K from Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. It's a composite air check from 1977 through 1980, but I think it's really mostly 1977. Finally, my featured station is one from the over the pond. We go to England and we listen to a radio station that's on their digital broadcasting, or DAB, called Boom Light. It's their easy listing station, but I thought I'd try it because it's something different that we've never uh, done before. So all in all, I think we've got a very, very busy show, and uh, uh, we've got some sports news. Perry, do you want to talk about it, or do you want me to mention it? I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I will, I'll do that, Jeff. Bill Hillgrove, the voice of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is retiring from the Steelers. He's done that for many, many, many years. Um, he's at least going to do the... Pitt Panthers for another year, but he's retiring from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's actually a pretty good announcer. If you if you listen to NFL football games and and you like the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's actually a pretty good announcer, Bill Hillgrove. Yes, he is. And, but he's but he's in his 80s, so I mean, he's had a long career. He's 83, but I, I've, yep. I've been told by I was uh, the guy that told me about it was DJ Doug, our, our own Doug Hunsinger, and he said he doesn't sound like he's 83 when you listen to him on the radio. No, no, he, no, he doesn't. Nope. Doesn't much much time either. No, no. And I I just saw this news flash come over. I don't know too much about it, but uh, Cumulus is going to have two AI generated radio stations on their HD channels in Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. If they're available on the internet, we're going to take a listen to them, and we might uh, try to feature them at some point on All Things Radio. Another thing we might going to be we're probably going to be featuring next week is something that I didn't know, but I'm going to give you an advance on it because my buddy Mario in Massachusetts said you got to listen to this radio station. I didn't know that Walmart Radio is also available on the Internet. So you can listen to it at Walmart or Sam's Club, and they're on the Internet. So I, I did a listen to it. I did an air check of it. So we'll take a huh. listen to it 
We'll edit it down and see how it sounds, and we'll get you here what it sounds like in the department store. They don't do like advertising, like in the meat aisle today or in this aisle today. They don't do that kind of stuff. So uh, it's an interesting radio station. They play all kinds of music. It's like my friend Bill Barron, when he was alive in Albany, New York, had a thing called Spasmo 5000 that he would produce for himself, and it was all kinds of music all mixed together. So we'll, we'll take a listen to that and see what it sounds like, and we may do that next week for a featured station. We'll never know, but we'll take a look at that. You're getting a little dangerously into 1-800-GET-A-LIFE when you listen to Walmart radio. <laughs> no, this guy, I, I, I know my sister said the same thing. You know, Bill, yeah. you, must be, you must be talking to my sister. Yeah, I she must said be. the same thing to me. Yeah, you're getting pretty close. You're getting <laughs> you're on right. the list when you you're right about start that. listening to Walmart radio and think it's pretty good. Well, I, I, I've never, heard, I've never heard that. I don't even normally go to Walmart. Tell you the truth, but we I, know you got, to like, you know you have problems. Like Sonic Jim. FM. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was great. Next you thing you know, you'll have McDonald's AM or. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping for CBS Pharmacy. They got interesting. They they got radio announcers on their radio station too, or at least they used to at one time. So, well, Bill, what's going on? I'm going to I'm going to bring it to you, Bill, so you could talk about. about well, we might as well be talking about. Jeff not having a life because I, you know, I will be home on March the 9th and I will pick up my radio and I put it in one spot. I bet there is nothing about I can go through that FM dial and AM dial and I bet there will be no changes when I get back to Indy. What do you say, Bernie? Uh, I would say you're probably pretty accurate on this. Now, Having said that, I'm so excited about Walmart Radio. Oh, yes, I know that, you. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, when, I, when, I, uh, when I resign from, from B, uh, 105.7, I might just go ahead and take a job at Walmart Radio, because at least then I wouldn't have to speak Spanish. Well, that's now, when I'm, oh, yeah, when you I'm would. in the Walmart. You sure would. Yeah, you I would. Yeah, you would. Now, when I'm in the Walmart, they they do. I have heard them play a pretty wide variety of music, but I don't know if I'd listen to it a lot on the internet or whatever. But they do play well, a that, wide variety. That's what, that's what I didn't. I didn't understand why they put this on the internet. How many, But you'd be surprised. They have a podcast. They have they they're, they they publicize it like a regular radio station. And I didn't know this, but I mean, I, I have shopped at Walmart at one at a time or two, but I, it was not my favorite place to go necessarily. But it, I've been there. Yeah, I, if I don't get one spam call an hour, I'm not so lucky. But I do, I do, I do. If you want spam on your iPhone, do what I did: sign up for one of these ad blockers that's supposed to block that. You get ten oh, more. Yeah. yeah, you get ten more calls per hour. You if will. you, you if will. you do something like that, just that's just asking for it, and yep. you get it. But no, I I haven't noticed any change. But I'll be back on March the ninth, so we'll see if anything has changed by them. I keep talking about Jeff getting life. I probably need to get one myself if I'm looking Absolutely. just to see if there's. Changes on AM and FM. Any so. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm probably in that book too. You know, Jeff. Yeah. On a more serious note, we might want to preview about something coming up next week. So, if you want to record or save the podcast for the week of what it would be March the seventh, Jeff. That's correct, March the seventh. And I'll let you make the announcement, and then um, I'll talk about it. After you. Well. 
I don't even really know if there's an easy way to make the announcement, but a longtime broadcaster on The Legend who did a segment, and everybody loved it, um, Walt Kramer, we, we hadn't heard from him, and Jeff said, I bet something's wrong. So we, I got to checking, and then we compared facts and verified that Walt Kramer had passed away in December of 2023. So gave a lot of years to, especially the early podcasts and when we made the switch over to the ATR Live, he wasn't, you know, it was about time he was getting ready to retire then, but what was 76 years old, it said, and according to Joe, that seems to be pretty accurate, Jeff, so I guess maybe the paper is correct. Don't and know. next week, uh, rather than my doing a, a, a featured air check or a classic air check, we'll feature one, what I think is probably one of his, uh, a very nice all things radio, retro radio segment that he did. So, uh, and it was, uh, it was on March 17th. I forgot the year it was, but he was talking about the anniversary of all things radio. So, and he said that he didn't start on March 9th, but he started, he said, we started on March 9th and we may have actually started on March, March 9th because there was no featured segments. There was no classic air checks. I I, we just talked about radio for the very first one. Yeah, actually we, our first podcast date was March 19th, but you know, um, that's actually when we started, and that date has another significance to me when I had that major surgery on that date on a Friday. But this was on Thursday, March 19th, 2009. And, of course, at that time it was all recorded. There was no live, or maybe... No, we didn't do anything live. We we, we actually did it, and, and, and we, did, we, we sent all the segments to... Uh... Gary Stevens, who recorded them, who put them all together, and then when he became ill, I didn't know what to do, and I uh, and and I got a piece of software, and I just said I'll try it. I've never done this before, so I ended up doing it, and then Walt ended up doing it. So the both of us would alternate each week doing the All Things Radio podcast for a while. Right, and then you did, and I remember Walt when I had to do a presentation for Tech Talk about. I guess at that time it was BillSparks.org or the radio lookup. Walt helped me with that, you know, writing some material and that kind of stuff. So we had worked together many times over the years. But so next week we're going to dedicate the show to Walt. It was done rather late on Monday night when we found out. So everything was pretty so much that, in the process. Does that mean we get to, to talk do we get to uh, tell stories? Sure. Sure. This week? Okay. Okay. You can tell stories, Bernie. But you I, I will. better not a, tell them with a little story. Or I will turn you <laughs> over to I'll turn you over to one of our listeners who keeps track of those types of things. <laughs> yeah. So these better be new stories or a year old or later. Now, this yeah. is a this is a just a fun little Walt Kramer story. That yeah. I, I, I kind of liked him. I thought he, I thought he sounded really good. Me too. He had a he, he had did, a set yeah. of pipes. He, he did, and yep, he was a voice to reason. But I'll say one thing about Walt: if he had a conviction or a point he wanted to make, he wasn't afraid to 
update his view. And I like the fact that he also worked in television. He he did work for the utility company. He did work for uh, TV as well. I mean, he was very versatile. Yeah, Walt was very well thought of in the state of Minnesota. There's no question. Well, no, I might, well tell, I might as well tell my story. You might as well. I, I mean, I will. It, it was, it was uh, one of the, the segments he did, and he did a segment on a Barry Manilow song that they, they took and made it part of the United Way campaign in uh, New York City. And they had Barry Manilow take the track for I Write the Songs, and then uh, Rick Sklar wrote the words to this song uh, for the United Way, and they, they had Barry sing it, and it was just, it was perfect. And they kept playing it on WABC, and they raised a lot of money for the United Way. But you can't find it anywhere. I don't think it's even on YouTube. And uh, when, <laughs> when I heard Vault say, we're going to play this, and you can't find it anywhere, I thought, I'm going to record this. So I recorded the song. But the cool thing is you... You know, he talked all over the intro, but if you have the original I Write the Songs, you just took the intro and uh, edited the rest of the song to that, and it was perfect. And a friend of mine is a very mental nut, and so I, I gave it to her, and she was just so thrilled to have that. You know, it's just kind of a fun thing, and it's all because of Walt. Walt was a big Gold Wave user. He loved Gold Wave, and he loved Window Eyes. So those were his two deadly combos. I mean, he was just so, so good at that. But Walt had the unique talent every year. You could count on this in late August, early September. Walt would unplug from the computer, well, there wasn't Facebook so much back then, but whatever the social media was at the time, he would just unplug and not do anything email anything for about a month right jeff please you that's right he he, i would call him to say hello to him he would would get back to me he didn't mind taking my phone calls but he would not be on the computer no email no voicemail no nothing nothing uh but you know uh that's what he did every year and he said he needed he needed that time to relax rest and get away from it you know and walt And, you know, and there probably wasn't though the negativity that there is now out there. Yeah, Walt, yeah. Walt would have been on that too. And we've got some earlier interviews back in the archive. One day, somebody will hear them. Though, was an interview that uh, John Holiday did with Walt, and then they reversed the roles the next week. I think it was a two-part series of an interview that we did back in the old days of the old time, you know, when we we have all of those recorded. So that was that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But Walt was, you know, um great on that. But you know, it's it's like anything else. He was he had had a long career. He had worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and was well thought of in oh, Minnesota. Like yeah. Well, there is that. <laughs> okay, I don't yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. now. But you do well, now. You, I never I never worked, but I you know, I was on the radio. That's right. Yeah. It's kinda like I played. I played. the uh minister back in those days, the minister said my kids say I don't work and they would tell their friends, My dad's a minister but he doesn't work. 
you know, so, <laughs> and so you, but you did a lot of work. How many years total? Let's yeah. say 40, let's see, 40, 43 I'm, coming up. 43. Wow. 43. 43. So, when do you have to make this official? Is there anything that could change this around? No. 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 It's it's kind of it's kind of it's unfortunate, but it's got to be. You know, it's just one of those things. It's got to be. Uh, there's there's too much stuff going on. They're going to move to a new building. Uh, they're going to have all new equipment that I just don't feel up to learning. I've, I've not seen it before. <laughs> But if, if I could, if they allow me to work from home and they can show me how to do it, I would I would do that. But that's probably the only thing. You know, well, I think jQuery might be working from home because the guy with substance from the other day said I'm in his apartment, his studio right now, and he's local. Of course, that's just broadcasting talk, so I don't know. You know, music might be a whole different thing. Right. Right, that could you know, be a whole different deal, yeah. Right. But you know, it's been it's been a whole lot of fun in retirement. So, you know, it's it'll be okay. Yeah, it's, and I yeah. may come back to it someday. It's you know, not like you're happen. going down and you're signing up for aid the next day, you know what I mean? You're fortunate, you've saved, you've worked hard and you deserve what oh, you yeah, get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I haven't uh, I don't have to touch any of my uh you know, any of my income, just my Social Security, and that's about it. Yeah, well, you're so very fortunate, Brandy, because there are a lot of people who aren't in that position, so you are yeah. very, very fortunate. They call oh, Jeff on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got that right, Bill. <laughs> yeah, so, but what we, speaking of the carrying on traditions. Speaking of, it, speaking of Perry making the transition to the news, Perry yeah, Perry's been asleep at the wheel all of a sudden. Yeah, I was yeah, trying to. I was I trying. Figured the, I figured the Walt Kramer discussion was good, so I didn't. I didn't get out. Get us out of that one. He, he's busy looking at the football game on television or whatever. There's some some pass. He's watching basketball. He's watching somebody that's going to probably affect Indiana the sports. Fever. The fever yep. more. Yeah. Then she she did go into the draft today, Bernie. Yep. Yes. And Bernie, do you posted, think that do you think that will help? Do you think that will help the fever's popularity, Bernie? Oh no! <laughs> no, I think they'll take a downturn, Perry. Oh yeah, they'll go get rid of her. Yeah, get rid of her after no, a year. Won't even last a year. The Hawkeye yeah. fans are not ha- the Hawkeye fans are not happy about it though. They wanted her to come back for another year, but I I get why she's doing it because they're going to lose a lot at the end of this year. And yep. think of the money, and I know she's making the money through oh, yeah. college and whatever. But that's a whole new thing we'll talk about at some point in some time, where the yeah. money influences. It's not the personality, but I do believe that her talent is going to transcend, and I think she could really put Indianapolis sports on the map. The person, the person though, Bernie, is even better than the ball player. Right, well, that's part of the reason. I I think that, too. I think that's true. Yeah. And we love that here in Indianapolis. I mean, we got, you know, guys like Tyrese Halliburton, and, you know, people out in the community, and they, they make... They make people happy. They they just are very kind people, and, and people love them. 
Well, and yeah, of course, I can I can find them, Bill. You know, Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton played at Iowa State. Yes, he did, and <laughs> I will be willing to today's bet you. Today's his birthday, by the way. Oh, is it? I will today's be willing to bet you that the Fever will find their way on a radio network, not on the internet. Oh, but, I think so too. Uh, yeah, I think if so it's too. not WIBC, then. It will be time that they will do what we projected that they might do and grab one of those frequencies and take that sports to the next level. I mean, it's but it is like, 23 after. We probably oh, better get to that news. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Perry. Yay! You know what? Perry, Perry can get by with that kind of stuff, and I don't even... Take notice. He can tell me, boom, shut up in a nice way. I can take it. But here we go he's with such a nice Jim. Boy. Yeah, he's he's got my wife, she's hooked on Perry. So anything that Perry wants to do then we have to do it. So here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Email Speedy reports their third quarter revenue results, major layoffs at public radio in Washington, D.C. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Cumulus makes news. They released their fourth quarter revenue results for 2023, and those results weren't very pretty. Mary Berner, CEO of the company, said that the company's revenue represents the challenges that many radio companies are having at this time. The company has made major cutbacks during 2023 to control costs. Advertising revenue was down while digital revenue was up. And 2024 looks choppy as well. Net revenue for 2023 was $844.5 million, and that was down 11.5%, while digital revenue was up 2.5%. Here's an interesting result. Streaming revenue was up 16%, driven by growth of NFL streaming. In other news, commercial radio isn't the only radio sector that's affected by the economy. Public radio is affected as well. In Washington, D.C., radio station WAMU-FM, the public broadcaster, has also been hit by economic challenges. The folks at WAMU have shown shut down their desist journalistic news site, which provides more in-depth coverage of the news. They've also laid off 17 individuals, and the station is now going to focus on something that they do well, and that's audio programming. We'll let you know more about this story as it develops in the next few months. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. iHeartMedia is adding another NFL team to its roster of sports coverage. The Jets will air their games on radio station WAXQ-FM. They transmit on a frequency of 104.3 and broadcast a classic rock format. Why the change? With the local marketing agreement ending with MS Broadcasting on 98.7, the Jets needed to find a new home, and they wanted to stay on the FM band. And that's why the change has been made, so that the games will air on radio station WAXQ-FM in New York City. According to the reports, Bob Wichison and Marty Lyons, current announcers for the New York Jets, will continue with the franchise when the change occurs. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Odyssey is looking for a new morning show at radio station WDSY-FM. They program a country format. The syndicated Broadway and Friends morning show has left the radio station. The show was syndicated by Oceanic Tradewinds and United Stations, and the host of the show had moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so that the station could be the flagship station for this morning show. The Broadway and Friends syndicated show is looking for a new home for the show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
They are syndicated on 200 other radio stations as well. Odyssey is also making news in Detroit, Michigan, at radio station WXYTAM. CV personality and sports columnist Rob Parker and three other athletes are going to start a new service called Sports Rap Radio, which will air sometime next year on radio station WXYTAM. And this is a local marketing agreement with Odyssey, owners of radio station WXYTFM, and other radio stations in the Detroit, Michigan market. Odyssey is also making news with the resignation of Bill Smee, who is the vice president of news for the company. He has been with the company since 2020, and he says that this is the right time for him to leave the company, and he's been thinking about doing this for a long time. Now let's move to Columbus, Ohio, where a major league soccer team, the Columbus Crew, has moved their games to radio station WXCX-FM. The station broadcasts an alternative rock format, and the games will also be heard on La Grande 102.5, WWLG in Spanish as well. In Los Angeles, California, they're saying goodbye to Andy Chanley, who had been handling afternoons at the public broadcaster with their alternative format, KCSN-FM. Andy Chanley is moving from KCSN-FM to Chicago, Illinois, working as afternoon drive host and music director at radio station WXRT-FM, owned and operated by Odyssey. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen January Personal People Meter Ratings. Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WTOP-FM with their all-news operation. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WHUR-FM with an urban format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rank radio station is WBZ-FM with its all-sports format. The number two rank radio station is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBUR-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rank radio station is KKWF-FM with a country format. The number two rank radio station is KUOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. Finally, the number three rock radio station in Seattle, Washington, is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rock radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban format. The number two rank radio station is WAMR-FM with a Spanish hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Miami, Florida is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rank radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KUPD-FM with a rock format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rank radio station is WXYT-FM with a Sports format. The number two rank radio station is WNIC FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WKQI FM with a pop CHR format. In the Minneapolis St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one rank radio station is KTIS FM with a Christian CHR format. The number two rank radio station is KFXN FM with an all sports format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Minneapolis St. Paul, Minnesota market is KQQL FM with a classic hits format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rank radio station is WDUV FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WXGL FM with a classic hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WHPT FM with a talk format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is KYGO FM with a country format. The number two rank radio station is KOSI FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Denver, Colorado is KIMN FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In San Diego, California, the number one rank radio station is XHRM FM with an oldies format. The number two rank radio station is KPBS FM, that's the public broadcaster, with a news talk format. 
Finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KXSNFM with a classic hits format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one ranked radio station is WLIFFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WPOCFM with a country format. Finally, the number three ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WERQFM with a hip hop format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is WARHFM with an adult hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KSHEFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLOUFM with a classic hits format. Finally, I think you'll find this news rather interesting. Odyssey and Live 365 have come to an agreement to host Live 365 radio stations on the Odyssey platform. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. And that does affect us on Odyssey. When I get back home, they've got a fix for me to do to put us on the um, iHeart app. So we should be good to go. Go ahead. Oh, very, very, very good. Have you heard anything, Jeff, about, because I haven't, what's going to happen to 98.7? I know the Jets made their decision. Have you heard anything about what might happen on 98.7? I haven't heard anything. The, 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 the last thing I heard was at some point, I understand that that station may be up for sale at some point. And I don't know, I can tell wow. you right now, if it does get if it does go up for sale, it, they, the, Jeff will get a pretty penny for that radio station. It's a very good frequency and where it's located and, and the coverage area of that station is, does very, very, very well. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with it, but I can tell you right now. Now, maybe some of the major market people wouldn't want to be able to get, get into it. I, Odyssey can't buy any more radio stations. iHeart can't buy any more radio stations. Cumulus is not in the position to buy any more radio stations. They sold WPLJ-FM in New York to, uh, to uh, the folks, EMF Educational Media Foundation's owner of K-Love and Air One. So I don't know who, who would buy them, but the last thing I heard was it, it may be up for sales. I don't think that Jeff is going to keep it, but I don't know. He has two stations in the New York market, WEPN-AM, which uh, was already sold to Good Karma Broadcasting. Is there, is that, that's their property, but he has WLIB-AM, which no one seems to want to buy, and he has, w, uh, uh-huh. he has no. WEPN-FM on 98.7, which is probably the one that could be sold. Maybe be able to sell them as a combination. So maybe someone will buy That's the FM and then take the AM, but I don't know what's going to happen there. That's what I was going to ask. If they call it a combo. Go, go, go ahead, Bernie. Bernie. We um, have something new going hold, on. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Go ahead, Sorry. go ahead, Bernie. Okay. The number one station in San Diego you mentioned is an oldies station. Do you know what kind of oldies they are? I mean, are they... Actually, oldies. I, I, they're not. They're, they're certainly not sixties oldies. I believe they're probably seventies or eighties oldies. And I will take a listen to them next week. Okay. Let you know. Okay. So I, I don't necessarily yeah, listen to everything. About that. But I know a lot of these oldies so, stations oh, that I, say they're classic hits. They yes, like the one we played from Plattsburgh, and we played one that I think was it from sure. Cape Cod. Yes, that's classic hits. But they mainly played eighties and some nineties program songs, and they may have had one seventies song in the mix. But that seems to be what the oldies are right. these days. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and they're number and they're number one. Yeah, I mean they do very well. Unless you want to see music of your life. Right? <laughs> That's remember, always helpful. Remember the old days of music of your life, Bernie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have something what new. I mean is, 
going on down here, which is really something on the Odie's channel um, with Scott Shannon. What they're doing is they're breaking it up. They're saying, well, we have, they give a list of songs, and instead of say, playing those songs, they, they either play something different or they do a whole bunch of commercials and just get into other things. And they never used to do that. Well, just a, I, I, will, uh, I will. I will tell you that, um, Mike, and we've said this over and over again. And I, I'm, beating, I'm beating a dead horse here, Mike. But radio is in an economically challenged environment right now, right? And, and, and I don't know what it's going to take to turn it around. So, uh, and it's pretty bad when I do listen to radio and I do the radio news, but I find myself listening to Sirius Satellite Radio more and more every day. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, quick comment on uh, the San Diego number one, which I think is XHRM. It's a uh, rhythmic yeah. oldies, Magic right, 92.5. Well, what happens with Nielsen, with the ratings, uh, but they'll, say what, Niel, they'll tell Nielsen yeah. that it's oldies rather than rhythmic oldies, and then yeah. Nielsen publishes it that way, even if they haven't changed the format. For example, um, uh, I forgot the station. One of the stations I, I picked up was uh, in Baltimore. It said it was a hip-hop st- station. Right. But they used to be they used to be urban, and they changed the, the name to hip-hop, even, yeah. if it, even if they haven't. But that's what but, they yeah, that's, tell Nielsen it is, and that's what it, Nielsen goes by. That's what they are in there. It's a nice sound station. They uh, uh, sounds pretty good. They, I think that uh, what's that? R Dub uh, R Dub uh, R- Sunday Night Slow Jams. Sunday Night Slow Jams. Yeah, yeah. They used to have Art LeBeau, and they may still use his voice, yeah. but he passed away uh, last year. I think year, they so. may not be doing. I'll check. I listen. I listen to them on occasion. So I like hearing the translations of the Mexican. Uh, public service announcements into English on there. It's oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you'll get to your yeah. station I had never heard before uh, later on in the show, but Gary, so you'll, we can talk about that because I never got to hear sure. them when, when I was in California because that was serving the El Paso, Texas area, not the... Yeah, well, they, they uh, came in really well in San Diego. So, uh, uh, all right, well... Anyway, we'll talk about them soon. Yep, we better get to Jennifer. Yes, we better do Jennifer's caller and format changes, or she she will protest herself. But she'll she's get mad at you, Perry. <laughs> yeah, will. No, Perry can do no wrong. So here we go. Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of February 29th. KCHA FM 95.9, Charles City, Iowa, changes format from adult hits to adult contemporary and changes slogan from America's Hometown Radio, KCHA Charles City to KCHA 95.9 FM. WORQ FM 90.1 Green Bay, Wisconsin changes format from Christian Rock to Contemporary Christian and changes slogan from Q90 to Christian Truth Radio Q90 FM. WFXJ AM 930 Jacksonville, Florida, changes slogan from ASEAN 930 to Fox Sports Radio. WRSO AM 810, Orla Vista, Florida, changes slogan from ASEAN 97.9 to Fox Sports Radio, AM 810 and FM 97.9. WBAS AM 1240, 
West Yarmouth, Massachusetts. Changes calls to WGTXAM and changes slogan from Memories Station to Cape Cod's X. KCHAAM 1580, Charles City, Iowa. Changes slogan from Fabulous 1580 and 103.3 to the Fab Oldies, 1580 and 103.3. KDOK AM, 1240, Kilgore, Texas. Changes slogan from KDOK, All Hit Radio, to KDOK. KYZS AM, 1490, Tyler, Texas. Changes slogan from KDOK, All Hit Radio, to KDOK. WMICAM 660 Sandusky, Michigan changes slogan from your information station to WMIC 660 AM 95.3 FM. KASZAM 1190 Whitehall, Arkansas changes slogan from KJJI 1190 AM 98.9 FM to KASZ 1190 AM 98.9 FM WGTX FM 102.3 Perot, Massachusetts changes slogan from X102.3 FM to Cape Cod's X WK I I A M 1070 Solana, Florida changes calls to WWCD AM K E K R AM 1590 Mexia, Texas changes format from classic country to country. KKRX AM 1380 Lawton, Oklahoma changes format from sports to urban adult contemporary and changes slogan from the ticket 1380 to 93.7 heart and soul. KMEE FM 103.1 Palm Desert, California changes format from classic hits to rhythmic CHR. WDJO AM 1480 Cincinnati, Ohio changes slogan from Good Times Great Oldies 1480DJO to WDJO 99.5 FM 107.9 FM 1480 AM WLAQ AM 1410 Rome, Georgia changes slogan from Cock Radio 1410 to WLAQ AM 1410 FM 96.9 and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week thank you very much Jenny I love what these radio stations say that we're W so and so we're 1410 AM 93.1 FM and, and they give you 14 different frequencies like someone's going to really remember all I know that. yeah yeah, yeah. That WMIC, I bet it used to be a Radio Disney affiliate back in the day. It was. It was. I remember that. I, remember, I do remember that caller. I'm serious, Sean. It was, I think. Yeah. So. But these stations, when they go to a rock format, you know you're going to hear an FM 
translator on that AM yeah, frequency. Yeah, yeah, there's no way they're going to do that on their own. They're not. But we oh, had no. some interesting changes from sports or to urban AC, and you just know that that the way it's going to be. You know, even in Indianapolis, I have not seen any growth in HD radio. I know WIBC has those three channels on 93.1 HD, you know, 1, 2, and 3, but I don't know many other stations that are using the HD stations. Well, they're using them for translators. That's like our 1027 ESPN Austin is on the 103.5 HD2. So they're using them for stuff like that. That's what they're, Or like our 105.3 Spanish station is on 104.9 HD2. So that's what they're using them for. You, you just just don't see it at all. Do you remember the last time, Bernie, you tuned into an HD station? You know, I actually at one time got I got an HD radio, and uh, a couple weeks after I got it, I got rid of it. Yeah, I have an Ethereum HD radio from uh, Radio Shack that I bought years ago, and I it's sitting there on the on one of my nightstands, and it never gets used. Wow. Yeah, I I understand. I've got a couple portable, you know, those Sanji and think it was this PRD sixteen that had HD on it, and then I've got a small portable that has the HD channels on it. And they're, they're, when, they, when you can get them, they sound real good. But, you know, they, they just run behind, that kind of stuff. Speaking of which, I saw this on YouTube TV. Now, I don't know if it's spread to other, you know, streaming channels, but they've got something you can hit a button and cut down on the streaming time, you know, because whenever you stream a radio to, or a TV channel, they're always running maybe almost up to a minute behind. Well, this cuts that in half almost. Have oh. you heard such a thing? Uh, I'd love to see how that works. It works okay, except if you're subject to any buffering, you have more buffering when you do that instead of Ooh. letting the channels, you know, lag behind. But to me, if I'm listening to the channel, what difference does it make? I mean, I don't care if it's 15, 30 seconds, but I know some people that really go nuts if it's a minute or two behind. But if I'm listening to the Pacers here in Florida on Sirius XM, what's the difference? I'm not going to, I don't have any exactly. other real choices. You know, it's yep. not I like... To them, I listen to them on Sirius XM here, you know, in Indianapolis. I don't even listen to the fan. I listen to Sirius XM. Right. Are they playing, uh, by the way, are yep. they playing tonight, Bernie? They played last night. No, tomorrow night. Oh. And Bernie tonight. posted last night, too. They actually held on and won yeah. that game. Yeah. So Bernie, yeah, they, was, nat- they were on TNT. They were on national TV last night. Yeah, or ESPN, ESPN, ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, it was ESPN. It was. I correct myself. Yeah, it was ESPN. Tonight, yeah, I, TNT. Uh, I think that uh, it would. You know, if if I went to the game and took a radio with me, I would I would not be able to listen on an app because you know you'd be so far oh, behind. No. 
the rest of the crowd, you'd, you'd have no idea what was going on. Yeah, you just wouldn't know. But that is, yeah. you know, if if you if that's the only way you could listen, well, then it really wouldn't matter to you. But some people, really, that's why they won't listen to, you know, the streaming apps. But this app actually now cuts down on that streaming, but you do run the risk of more buffering. And speaking mm -hmm. of that buffering. same news publication, yeah. um, what is it? Spotify has laid off a thousand people. They're, I mean, I don't know if that was part of your radio news, Jeff, but... No, it wasn't, but I, I knew it was coming up, but I yeah, didn't get the chance to... Yeah, that's... I mean, so the economy's not so good for... You know, even streaming, they think streaming is golden. Well, nothing's golden right now. So, but you can look forward to that. And I think they'll have to perfect that over time. I don't know if we'll ever get an app where it's going to be instantaneous. I think too. Oh, I don't think so. It'd be yeah. great if it could, though. Yeah. But it's good enough. But we got Walter wanting to say something. I only saw Gary Steve. Oh, Gary, right? I guess so. Gary, if we, Perry, did you just lower Walter's hand or did he Walter do it? Now. Walter's no, I think he did. Hand. Yeah. Okay, Jeff, you can do the honors of bringing Walter in. I could do that. There you go, Walter. I just asked you to unmute. Go ahead, Walter. There I am. Um, yeah, uh, you were talking about HD radios. Well, I have. Um, I have two of them. One is a uh, the HDR16 uh, portable one, and the other one is a uh, tabletop, which actually serves as a, a clock radio for me. <laughs> um, wow. And well, I actually have a third one that I got that I uh, like a little Walkman-sized one that I got in 2010 that I barely use, but. Uh, but the HDR16 and the and the uh, HDR18, which is the uh, uh, the uh, tabletop one, is the only or the two main ones. And do you like the listening to HD? Because I know that the they're, they're going to increase the amount of power for the digital signal coming up. So I mean, do you like HD? Oh, is that a, yeah. Okay, is that a go then? I I understand it's a go. I mean, maybe I believe it is commentary, yeah. but it is a go. That's what I understand. So. Oh, uh, do you like your HD cool. before we go? Because I know we got a nice long piece coming up. Uh, do you do you like HD radio or not? I mean, do you listen to it yes, a lot? I do. Or... Yeah, yes, I do. I, I I do like it. Unfortunately, so, there are a few so stations like around here that don't have it. What do you like about it? Well, it's a, it's a, it has a nice sound. Um, you know, okay. some it, sometimes you know some stations it they contour it to you know to the analog sound and some stations it sounds actually different so if it's got a nice sound but crappy programming is that yeah what, you know, <laughs> well that day, I, I don't know about that but you... this is the question i have and that is that if i have access to some sort of streaming device why would i want to use uh, the radio, which especially if you're listening to AM, is subject to fuzz and I buzz. And, and then yep. plus, you might like a station on FM that 
is not city grade where you are. I, I mean, will tell I you know. though, if you do listen to an HD radio station that's doing it on AM, it does sound like FM. It's like I, I've heard I've it. I've heard. It. But again, again, a lot of the AM radio stations have turned off the HD streams. So I mean, uh, it's it, it it failed again as usual because the FCC didn't mandate that we go all digital, and that was the oh, problem. but they did that but to TV. Like, <laughs> it seems like uh, Gary's point is. If he's listening to a station from anywhere, not just HD, because HD you can't get it anywhere mm. from like 50 miles away, but any any station he wants to listen to, he, he streams it. it. It's so much better. It just makes a lot right. more sense. Yeah. We have an HD station I could pick up on the radio, but it, I don't get it all that well. I mean, you know, I can get a stereo signal out of it, but it's not... Uh, that strong, so it's easier just to open an app and listen to it on that. I mean, I bother with the radio. Yeah. I mean, the spots are different, but so what? We understand. Yeah, but I think we should move on because we got a nice piece that's uh, that is a historical piece coming up. Yeah, we do, and we do have a a piece from WBBM. So if Chris was here, he would be going nuts. He would know all about this time and. Gary, you'd be thinking of the Mal Belair show, but we talked about one time a few months ago. So, Yeah, and, you know, this will give you a little piece of Chicago radio history. So maybe if you're not so much into news radio, you might not. But this is interesting. So here we go. Dumont, welcome to Chicago Tonight. John Calloway is on vacation this week, but last week, John and hundreds of broadcast veterans celebrated the 65th anniversary of WBBM Radio. Since the station went on the air in April of 1923, with a stirring rendition of Barney Google, WBBM has established itself as one of the country's great radio stations. And under the leadership of its founders, Les and Ralph Atlas, WBBM has been known as the WBBM Air Theater, as Chicago's showmanship station, as the talk of Chicago, and since May of 1968 as News Radio 78. It has entertained us, and for the last 20 years, it has informed us. Brad Stevenson, WBBM Traffic Update. 59 degrees, going up to 68, WBBM News Time 938. The traffic, the weather, the time, and of course the news. That's been News Radio 78's successful formula for 20 years. That fire has also knocked out telephone service for a 20-square-mile area in the western suburbs. Service may be out for days. Still to come in this half hour. Charles Osgood tells us it's not cool to be in the sun. Mm -hmm. But WBBM AM was a fixture in Chicago radio long before the start of News Radio 78. Ah, 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 don't touch that dial. Yes, here we are at the Wrigley Building Restaurant. To celebrate its 65th anniversary, WBBM Radio on Friday night did an old-fashioned radio remote, live from the Wrigley Building Restaurant, site of its most illustrious broadcasts. Radio celebrities from several generations joined host Chuck Shaden for a look back at some golden radio memories. This is the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago 11. Hiya, girls! Shopping with the missus in the Dell Farm supermarket at 3749 Cottage Grove Avenue. Former BBM staff singer Billy Leach remembered his grueling schedule during the 40s and 50s. I would walk in in the morning at, at 6 o'clock. 
and at 6.30 I would play piano and sing for a half hour and give weather and time. Then at 7.30 I went across the hall and would sing with Jim Conway's show, and at 9 I would go across another hall and sing with Mal Belair's on the music wagon. And uh, it was a busy day. This is, there we go, the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago. Veteran broadcaster Josh Brady remembered the controversial talk show host Paul Gibson, a familiar voice during the 50s and 60s. He, he used to get, get the women so mad at him that they'd listen to see what he was going to say next. He, he had lines like, uh, marriage is the most expensive way of getting your laundry done free. The live one, the live one is WBBN. The live one, look alive one, is WBBM. Wonderful letters, WBBM. Another WBBM alumnus, in fact the first news director of News Radio 78, is a familiar face to Chicago Tonight viewers. The word was that Westinghouse was going all news with WIND in Chicago, and if they got a foothold first before WBBM did, it would take us perhaps years to recover. So we rushed into it, and we were immediately successful because, as you know, 1968 was an incredible news year. 57 at O'Hare, WBBM Newstime 952. We've been telling you all morning about the aftermath of last night's stormy weather around the Chicago area. Giving you the world every 30 minutes. Chicago's all-news station, WBBM Chicago. Joining me now to discuss WBBM broadcast history, we welcome Chuck Shaden. Chuck is host of Radio Classics, broadcast every night at 8 o'clock on WBBM, and one of America's leading authorities on uh, radio's golden age. Jim Conway is here, veteran Chicago radio and television personalities, a personality whose program Shopping with the Misses was a mainstay on BBM for many years, and John Holtman, who is morning anchor man along with Felicia Middlebrooks on News Radio 78. Chuck, this all started in a basement. Where, how, how did it get to where it is today? Well, it started in in Lincoln, Illinois, about the center of the state, when Les and his brother Ralph Atlas uh, had an amateur station, a spark station, if you will, a dit-dot-dash kind of a station, just as hobbyists. Ralph was uh, nine years old and uh, Les was uh, 17, and they were just fascinated with this new thing, radio. And as time went on, they became more and more interested in radio. And in 1923, they applied uh, for a license to put a real commercial station on the air. And they got the license. And the WBBM started in Lincoln, Illinois. Very quickly, it moved to Chicago. Uh, the family, the Atlas family, had owned a produce company in Lincoln, Illinois. Uh, they sold out. They sold the produce company, moved to Chicago, moved to a big old mansion on um, uh, Sheridan Road. And they're, again, in the basement. They were in the basement in Lincoln, Illinois. Now they're in the basement on Sheridan Road. They're working their way up. Working their way up. And uh, they started, they put WBBM on the air. Soon they went to the Broadmoor Hotel, and they started to broadcast on a regular basis. And you said earlier the first uh, uh, musical song heard on WBBM was Barney Google with the Google Googly eyes. Now, Now, call letters in the early days always stood for something. What? What do the call letters WBBM stand for? Well, WBBM's initial call letters were just dealt to the station, to Atlas family, by the what is now the FCC. But then you had to make Well, then up. they decided to do something with it. So <clears throat> when they were at the Broadmoor Hotel, <clears throat> excuse me, at the Broadmoor Hotel, they said, we broadcast Broadmoor music. WBBM, we broadcast Broad, Broadmoor music. Then later it became uh, uh, world's best broadcast music. 
And those were the real call letters for BBM, what they, what they stood for. Then eventually, uh, WBBM initially, uh, everybody thinks it was originally the WBBM Air Theater, but initially it was the Stuart Warner Air Theater. You know, Stuart Warner Company makes mm -hmm. speedometers for bicycles and for automobiles, and they leased the time on WBBM from the Atlas family. Things were pretty lean in the early days. They were the first sponsor. They leased the whole broadcast day, and they called it the Stuart Warner Air Theater. Now, Jim, when you came to Chicago, now, WBBM was a 50,000-watt station, mm -hmm. so you, would, you certainly knew of their call letters when you came to Chicago oh, from sure. Milwaukee, and you came with a fellow by the name of Fahey Flynn, right. so uh, uh -huh. two, two great imports to this city from uh, our friends to the north. Uh, what was the first day like at BBM? Do you remember it? Yes, very well. Uh, it seems to me that uh, maybe the old man had a thing about basements, because that's where I spent the <laughs> first Mr. day. Atlas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's where the standby studio was. And for the first week or so, that's where you spent your time doing station breaks in between network shows. And it was uh, this little standby studio was right next to uh, uh, Master Control, which was down in the basement. Was he tough to work for, Mr. Atlas? It was, uh, it, it, it was a, a matter of his having a reputation for being tough. Uh, you heard that uh, he was an ogre and he could, by fiat, just let you go, that sort of thing. I, I never saw any evidence of that. Uh, he was very, very good to me and very good to, uh, to all of us, really. Now, John Holtman, you were growing up in Detroit. You also, obviously... Now, let me correct you. I grew up in Chicago. You did, and then you went to work I in wor Detroit. I worked in Detroit for eight years, but I, I'm, I'm a Chicagoan. Grew up in the North Shore. Well met. New Trier High School. So you grew Listened up with Listened to WBBM from the time I was a, a little kid. What are your early recollections? Well... I mean, when I, when I was a, a mm -hmm. kid, oh, I'm listening to the soap operas and to uh, Cliff Johnson with his get his <laughs> and his family would get up. They'd do a remote broadcast from his home. From his yeah. home, so was and the park? kids would come down in their PJs and eat cereal, and they were kind of crabby some days, and some days they were cheerful, and they'd talk about the events of the day and everything. Yeah. I remember that very well. Yeah, Hooper White was their producer, and I, I still were on mm -hmm. right after uh, Bob Atcher and mm -hmm. his gang. The and World was... News Roundup too, which was mm -hmm. eight o'clock. All the way back to to those days from CBS. Now, was that during the period of the showmanship period, or was that did that predate that? Well, when John was listening to it, probably in the in the 40s, they were the, it was the WBBM Air Theater, right. and it gradually moved mm -hmm. into the 50s, and it gradually became the showmanship station. Now, how did uh, things change? What was what was happening in program? Well, radio was changing. You see, uh, after the war, radio was uh, starting to um, suffer a little bit at the hands of television, and programming was changing. Uh, a lot of the sponsors were leaving radio for TV and they didn't have the money to present all the big-time uh, network radio shows and that sort of thing. So uh, the local stations, even the affiliates, and WBBM was an affiliate of the Columbia Broadcasting System. In 1932, Atlas sold his interest in the station to CBS, and in exchange for that, Paley gave him a lot of money, and he also gave him a lifetime job uh, with uh, WBBM. Not a bad deal. Not too bad, but it changed, and most radio stations around the country were going to recorded music, just plain recorded music. But Les Atlas said, we want something more than recorded music. In fact, he didn't like recorded music. So he said he wanted live musicians on the stations. He wanted live programming for the most part. He wanted all of that sort of thing. And that's when all the people like Billy Leach and Hal Carton and the orchestra and all the others started flourishing on WBBM. What was the budget? Can you, can you remember any budget? What would it cost to, to run a station? There was no, they have been unable to uncover any 
budgetary <laughs> figure yeah. at all. No, no. That's, <coughs> maybe that's, that's part of the Atlas legend. Is that I, right, Jim? Yes. I, uh, pay stubs? Do you have any old pay stubs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as an aside, uh, this uh, deal between uh, CBS and uh, Les Atlas seemed to encompass more than just an exchange of money and a, a lifetime, uh, uh, it wasn't a sinecure, but a lifetime job, because he ran everything in the Middle West, KMOX, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. WCCO, uh, the, the entire owned and operated uh, situation. Uh, evidently, the feeling between him and New York wasn't all that uh, much sweetness and light. One time, I was so proud of myself. Frank Stanton could not get a bedroom back to New York. This is before the days of regular flights. And uh, I was on for New York Central, so I managed to get him a bedroom. And I was pleased as punch. And a couple of days later, I was walking down the corridor, and Mr. Atlas came up. He was never an effusive man, but this time he was very, very ebullient, and he said, put his hands on my shoulders and said, Jim, you did it. And I said, yes, sir, I got Dr. Stanton a, a bedroom on the, the 20th century to New York. And he said, oh, no, no, not that. The sanitary facility, he didn't use these words, uh, the sanitary facilities didn't work, so he had to walk the full length of the car to uh, take care of himself, and he thought that was magnificent. How well, many, the bottom how, many shows under, how many shows were on each? day though i mean it wasn't five or six shows there were what oh they were on from seven o'clock in the morning till six o'clock sure. at night with and they live would run shows. from what five minutes to ten minutes fifteen minutes half an hour Quickies. shows they had a morning show an afternoon show they had a program called the gold coast rhythm show mm -hmm. which was a, a quarter hour in the morning and again in the afternoon it, it had staff writers were writing the comedy on this show they had five or six people doing the talent and in between all the comedy lines they were inserting commercials they sometimes got 10 or 12 minutes worth of commercials in that show it was a <laughs> Now, who, who that's started? one of the reasons why was Les Mal Atlas... Was Mel Belair's involved in Not the on the Gold Coast show. Mel Belair's had the music wise That was a fellow by the name of George Watson. George it was Watson. written by Mort Hall, mm -hmm. and uh, later on, Art Thorson mm -hmm. helped him to write it. And a fellow by the name of... Um, Young and Beautiful, or uh, Bill Bell. Bill Bell. Helped yeah. 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 Uh, Lee, uh, Lee's husband. And uh, it, it was just the most incredible thing that what, you've ever heard. Was, everyone, was everyone working exclusively at this point? I mean, were they were they also working at WMAQ? Were they running over the no, merchandise? No, they were no, all no, working no, exclusively. No. Everybody worked for BBM. Uh -huh. And that was it. That was it. And, and the reason that CBS in New York left Mr. Atlas alone to run this Midwest operation for CBS and WBBM is because he brought in the money. The money was there. Yeah. They never had to worry the whole long length of time. And why? Because he was pumping 10 minutes worth of commercials didn't worry again. in that 15 minutes. show. They also couldn't find the records. Right. In <laughs> good, good business. That showmanship as well. Uh, in introducing you, Jim, we talked about uh, shopping with the missus, which is one of the shows that you are most uh, closely associated with in your distinguished radio career in Chicago. And we're going to take a listen to an excerpt uh, of that show right now. Morning to you. This is Jim Conway once again, this time for Milnot. <coughs> you're using Milnot and all your cooking and baking. Now, the Milnot folks every day bring you a transcription of Shopping with the Misses. Visits with homemakers, friends, and neighbors of yours all over Chicagoland. And here's our Shopping with the Misses for today. <laughs> in the Dell Farm supermarket at 3749 Cottage Avenue where Willard Mosley and Marshall Benny, two swell gents, run a fine store. You should be a little more enthusiastic. <laughs> what were you doing to these women? such a happy guy? <laughs>
I had a lot of tuition bills to pay. <laughs> John, I'd like to talk a little bit now about uh, about the other anniversary that WBBM is, mm-hmm. is, uh, is celebrating this year, because at 65, a lot of people are retiring. WBBM is, is not retiring. They're That's going right. strong, celebrating their 20th anniversary as an all-news radio station. And in the clip, uh, John Calloway talked about his early development and senior management in developing the news radio format. Uh, when did you come to BBM, and uh, what? how were things moving along in the news cycle when you got there? Well, I, we weren't all news yet. I got there in February of 1968, and in April, John got the word from New York that we were going all news, and he had 30 days to put together a complete all news station. And at that time, we were the talk of Chicago, right, John? Mm-hmm, right. So we had Jerry Williams and Don Cannon and Mal Belairs doing talk. And not a whole new staff of writers and editors and reporters yeah. and anchor people and everything. And by golly, in one month, we were all news. And I, I signed off the station May 5th, which was a Sunday night. We Then we signed off for five hours on Sunday night. I signed off at midnight, came back in the next day, and it was chaos. It was just, you know, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do? Because, you know, anytime you change a major change like that, but it didn't take long, and it just sort of evolved into a, a regular format and a news hour that uh, it really a, developed o- over the years. In retrospect, you could not have picked a more significant year to oh, change a format, a because or, yeah. in looking at the history, which is covered in uh, Chuck's new book called WBBM Radio Yesterday and Today, which is a, a great uh, history of, of the station, mm-hmm. uh, it mentioned that the decision was made on uh, March 29th, two days later, Lyndon Johnson announced he was not running for uh, President of the United States. Uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated less than a week uh, was less than a week later. So that was a rather turbulent time, not only historically but in Chicago. Well, the Democratic Convention too. Later in the year, I mean, it just the whole year was like that, and it was just one big story after another, and not necessarily big story nationwide, right in Chicago. Mm -hmm. In that 30-day period, did you hire street people, uh, people to go out on the streets? They hired. Reporters. Oh, sure. People like it. Well, I'm not sure if this all happened all at the all at the very beginning, but yeah. uh, Carol Simpson was one of the reporters that was hired. Burley Hines and Fred Partito was, Fred was, Partito. Already, there. was already there. Yeah, and uh, John Cody and uh, a lot of the. Pe- it's interesting that you you mentioned some of the names that are there now because most of the people have been there almost mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The Dale on McCarran the air was there. Dale McCarran mm-hmm. was there. Uh, so Dick Helton and, and Len Walter uh-huh. and Sherman Kaplan came within the first year of all news. Well, when talking about the historic significance of, uh, uh, of what was happening in the world in 1968, again, being an interest, uh, interested in, in broadcast history myself, if you were to look back at the period from April 5th to May 6th of 1968, it was also significant for Chicago radio, because it was during that period, it all started when Howard Miller was fired from WIND for making some comments concerning uh, the police and, the, and the, the, uh, the disturbances that followed the assassination of Dr. King, and when Howard left, that uh, stepping into that vacuum was Wally Phillips. That's when he became a number one in morning radio, and that's when everyone started to shift. BBM was all talk. They decided to go all news, and WGN at the time, because Jim Conway was the first host, they premiered the same night that you went all news. They premiered with a show called Extension 720, which right. you hosted yeah. and mm-hmm. I produced, mm-hmm. and uh, that was also done at the same time when, uh, because you were giving up the talk audience, WGN inherited the late night talk audience, which has become successful with uh, Extension 7. So a lot happened in 30 days in Chicago radio. There was a, an interesting period here in town uh, in the early 50s when television first 
came in here. BBM was late in getting into it. Uh, really, a lot of radio people, both performers and business people, were not all that sure that TV was all that great because we had uh, bowling and uh, we had wrestling and, and that sort of thing. And that's about, about it for a long time. And it uh, seemed to uh, many of us that uh, we like to keep a good solid foot in the radio end of it just to make sure before we j jumped off the springboard. Well, you mentioned that because you were slow or BBM was slow to get into television. Uh, how much of that was also directly linked to the fact that you were the strongest radio outlet in town? You didn't have to do it, whereas perhaps uh, WMAQ and uh, well, WLS. I, I think there, there's a good do. deal of truth in that, but I think, and this is only conjecture on my part, that much of it was due one to the uh, uh, I keep calling him the old man, Mr. Atlas's uh, uh, real reluctance to commit and uh, some real doubt about the, the value of television. He thought that he'd let uh, MAQ, GN go ahead, and then there was that strange thing known as WBKB, which he <coughs> ultimately bought. Uh, but meantime, as you say, at the station BBM radio was coining money. Mr. Atlas was also reluctant to uh, uh, admit FM. He didn't like FM. He stuck the FM. When WBBM FM came in on the scene, he Guess put where them he put it. in a little tiny little studio, where? right? In the basement? In the in basement. The basement. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, I'm surprised he would put them in the basement because that's where the successful things started. He put them in the attic. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't see any future for FM at no, all on he that. he did. That's right. And, that was uh, not uncommon. Yeah. And, and then, of course, he just assumed it was just it was going to be a duplicate of the AM. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, in uh, fact, he was in charge of uh, AM and FM as it went along, and finally FM broke away. Well, and a lot of, at the own. beginning, a lot of the, mm -hmm. the FM stations all just they all, all duplicated the yeah. AM. Sure. As a matter of all fact, one station gave away its FM. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. In uh, during that era, again, some of the other great names we mentioned: Mal Belair's briefly. Uh, Howard Miller was there during that period. John Harrington, one of the great uh, sportscasters. Mm -hmm. Paul, Paul Gibson. Paul Gibson, Paul Gibson was Gibson. Lady, the, the, lady, the, the lady and the tiger. That's right. Gibson was. Uh, infuriate his largely female audience as he, he had to be the world's number one male chauvinist and he would tell he would go on the air and he would say that uh, uh, if you want to be a successful housewife you have to be a housewife and you want to take care of your husband make sure that when he comes home from work you have a nice hot dinner on the table and and you you know, prepare that for him mix him a martini and he would go through and you know and every woman listening would be furious I mean she was mostly doing this at the time but she Ad would be was furious some of it scripted no script I mean, he really believed it. Yeah. Paul Gibson walked well. into the studio with his hat on. <laughs> he had his hat on. He had a scrap of paper in his pocket, maybe with one or two little lines on there, something he had read in the newspaper, read uh -huh. all the newspapers, read the magazines, read all kinds of stuff. And he would sit down, and he may have been thinking of what he was going to talk about today as he walked into the studio. And if a second before he got into the studio, he met somebody in the hall who said something, you know, Paul, um, you know, this and that and such and so, and it would change his whole thinking. He'd sit down, and he'd do, you do an hour on that. Well, you know, there, a criticism has been directed at many of us, especially people in the news business and the talk business and radio and broadcasting, that uh, we're, we're great at theorizing and we're great at the general conclusion. Uh, I want you to know that Paul Gibson, in his comments on the female sex, had very definitely first-hand experiential information. <laughs> he had been married, I think, five times. <laughs> he had lots of 
lots of alimony yeah. payments. John, I'd like to get back to, to the decision. John uh, uh, Callaway mentioned uh, in, in our opening report that there was the fear that Westinghouse, because they had fired Howard Miller and they were looking for a format to, re mm -hmm. to, uh, to uh, put in that place, that that was one of the concerns that perhaps uh, put you on a, on, a, on a short time frame. It's now 20 years later. Westinghouse now finally has now all the stations. Right? But what happened, uh, the, the, the pressure to do it, you, you were a successful talk station prior to that. Though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you weren't doing it out of any really uh, well, we were necessity doing, uh, economically. We were doing news in the morning. Mm -hmm. They call it the morning people. And uh, I think Dan Price and Dale McCarran mm -hmm. did the show at that mm -hmm. time right. when I got here. And uh, so they were, there was a morning news block, and then it turned to talk from that point. Well, even Arthur Godfrey was still sure. on at that point. Yeah. But uh, they, there was a news block to build on at that time. Mm -hmm. But Westinghouse had gone all news ahead of us in New York, in New York. and I think in, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So there, there apparently was some feeling at that time that they were going to race ahead and do it. Knocking off uh, Arthur Godfrey must have been a tremendous they decision. They, they didn't, didn't knock off Arthur Godfrey. Not until no. Arthur went off the air himself. Arthur That's he was right. on the air. So when he was a midday, he was a midday break in the blip. news. It was a blip. It was a half As an hour. As was Dr. Frida Kim. Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim was a child psychologist. Mm -hmm. I don't mean a child psychologist. <laughs> but a child psychologist. Small. Small. Very tiny. And, and Jerry Williams was the talk of the town. He oh, was that's right. During the 1960s yeah. and with John Calloway's uh, program mm -hmm. called Nightline, uh, uh, long before Ted Koppel mm -hmm. was doing it, John was doing it uh, right. uh, in Chicago. And uh, those were exciting times to be uh, in the talk and news business. Absolutely. He would call, I remember Jerry Williams would, and some nights, because, of course, we were heard all over the country at night, 40, 41 states at night. He would say, nobody can call within 300 miles of Chicago. And he'd get calls from Florida and from <laughs> all the way on the East Coast and way out in the Southwest. Yeah. And uh, just to show you the impact and the reach of our station at that time. We, well, have, we have less than a minute left. The, the success of, of news radio obviously goes without saying. You're 20 years old and there, there will be many more decades to celebrate all news. Where does radio, specifically AM radio, go? Jim, in your view, uh, is there a possibility of a return to the more entertainment aspect of uh, the radio dial? Yes, I think it will be inevitable. We were talking about this before. Uh, I think With live bands and things of that nature? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, if anybody is daring and innovative enough to do it, it, it will happen. You know, AM stereo is upon us now. Oh, yeah. If they ever say that all the radios have to be produced with that included, as they did with FM included, that's very well to bring more of an interest. Radio, radio is entertaining, I believe. Right now it is. And I think uh, on the AM dial, you get more variety than you do on FM. And mm. even even on the formatted stations, I mean, let's face it, even on an all-news news radio. And, network, ra and is, network radio is coming back as well? Network radio way. will support the local stations. All news okay. is the most mm -hmm. exciting kind of radio there is today because yeah. it's always changing. New script every day. Yeah. That's John right. Holtman, That's Chuck right. Shade, and Jim Conway, thank you very much for joining us tonight. I'm Bruce Dumont. John Calloway is on vacation, but he will be back on Monday. Good night, everybody. WBBM Kings, Chesters, Gibson, Harrington, Malvolaires, and Ollie Rayman. Meet the rising stars of 88 on a sneak preview special edition next here on 11. On the live one. The showmanship station. The live one. WBBM
station. The live one. WBBM. Boy, what did wow. they know? <laughs> yeah. They kind of swore and missed on that, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeff, don't you think they kind of swung and missed on those predictions on AM radio? Hmm. Well, we'll we just... I'll just have to roll on without Jeff for just a minute. I do. I, I think uh, yeah. I, I'm speaking for Jeff. Now. Okay, you speak yes, for Jeff. I, I think they they really missed the boat on yeah. <laughs> their prediction about yeah. AM. Boy, that's <laughs> I don't know where they got that idea. Thanks. But I will say that was an incredible special. And, it and, was. You know, yeah. we, Very good. We've played a lot of, uh, of the you know, stations turning 100 and all that stuff. But that one goes back, and the people... Even these old guys were really sharp, you know, right. and it was uh, oh, yeah. just a lot of fun to hear it. It was. They were. And I knew a lot of those names. I knew a lot of those, I knew a lot of those names because I remember WBBM living in Missouri. Yeah, I, you know, I could get them a lot even in the daytime with my grandparents. So I knew most of those names were still there. I used to they were to still Jerry there Williams in the eighties. Wow, uh, I remember that as a kid. I'd listen to Jerry Williams, Chuck Shaden, Still does that old time radio Robert. occasionally, yeah. 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 And back in those days you didn't find stations that would switch to a all news. That was kind of an exclusive. Well it still is today. How many stations do you see that are all news? There's a, a there's a small one in Indiana, but I mean, it's pretty rare that you see an all news format. Unless they're simulcasting a CNN or a that's some, right. Some and I don't even think you. I don't even think you see the simulcast that much anymore. No, hmm. not like you did. No. No, you just you, you just don't. You used to see that a lot. I remember the old WIFE when they they went to. They were just doing CNN headline news when you knew they were going to go yeah. away. That's all they did, seeing oh, yeah. yeah. headline news. And yep. when WNTS tried news talk for a little, they they went to that news and information service on NBC radio. You just, NBC, yeah. Yeah, you just didn't see it that much. And it only lasted two years on, you know, that's all it lasted. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. We had WNWS 790, which was um, news during the day and talk at night. And every hour they would do a 10-minute commercial free news sweep. And they did some, uh, they did some, some entertaining, too, believe it or not. But they yeah. were a good news station. Perry, is Jeff still on the list? I'm Jeff not... is with us. Yeah, it says. Uh, no. And the audio is unmuted. So, yeah, Jeff is still with us. Huh. Well, I guess we'll go on so to this. Maybe he, maybe he went to grab a cup of coffee. He probably did a go smoke a <laughs> maybe, cigarette. Maybe he got lost. He's not a smoker. Yeah. Well, Gary knows about X-Rock 80 coming up. He knows yeah. about X-Rock. Yeah, I, I do. I used to love them. Huh? Yeah, we're going to do this composite right now. In the early 70s, or mid-70s. 
Well, Gary, you can talk about when we get done here in just a second. Here we go. This week in my classic air check segment, we're traveling south of the border to Juarez, Mexico, and we're going to listen to radio station XEROK, one of those border blasters which serves El Paso, Texas. The radio station broadcasts the top 40 format, and this air check is a retrospective of what the radio station sounded like in 1977. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station X-Rock XEROK from Juarez, Mexico, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. XEROK. Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. Nine o'clock <laughs> with Phillips and Wall at X Rock 80 and a summer of music. X Rock 80, I just want to be your <laughs> Be a pair of your underwear. I don't want to be a atomic bomb in your jockey shorts. Though. I don't either. Right. Four minutes after nine o'clock and Phillips and Wall, Thursday morning, September 177 with Chicago. Found the Miser's Mart, all right. Miser's Mart, 1477 Loma Land. X-Rock 80. X-Rock 80, here's your climatological forecast. Partly cloudy skies this afternoon with a 20% chance of rain showers. Lightning thunder, the hope is you better fly, Robin, fly. High today, 92. Currently at the X, it's 76 degrees. X-Rock 80, dedicated to the best music and the best radio under the sun. Thanks for being with us this morning. We are Phillips in Wall, of course, 23 after 9 o'clock. Young Drop. X-Rock 80, look out! I think I was hit with a face laser. You got laid what? No, face laser. Oh, I'm sorry, face laser. Face laser, laser. face laser, sorry. sorry. Here's Michael. Star Wars thing, the Cantina Band. X Rock Eddie. Hmm. More music. More music. For you and oh. <clears throat> Good morning. This is one of my uh, favorite songs from Old Creep Crampton. Yes, sir. This is not a dancing song, so we can't let this one fade out because we won't be dancing. This is barely a song. <laughs> X-Rock 80, music for El Paso, Juarez, and all points under the sun at 940 Phillips and Wall. On your Thursday morning, September 1st, El Paso's first skateboard park, Earth Surf, at 10,366 Dyer, across from Goody Golf, is opening soon. X-Rock 80, it's about a minute past high noon with a mad Mexican and another hour music. X-Rock Eddie with a countdown of the top 80 hits of 1977 starting New Year's Eve at 6 p.m. right here on X-Rock. Glenn Campbell and the Wichita Lineman. X-Rock environment looks like this partly cloudy and warm with a 20% chance of showers this afternoon increasing to a 50% chance tonight and tomorrow. High this afternoon low 60s, overnight lows near 40. Right now in the Sun Cities it's 54 degrees at X-Rock. X-Rock Eddie, the Sun City Rocker. From the album Out of the Blue, the Electric Light Orchestra and Jeff Lynn and I turn to stone. X-Rock Eddie and a remarkable tune from the Walker Brothers from England and the Sunny go to shine anymore. It's 1226 now. Had a good looking Wednesday afternoon. Richard the Mad Mexican Amitas and Samantha Sang. Sounds a lot like the Bee Gees. This is Emotion at X-Rock Eddie. X-Rock Eddie and Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Find time to leave me, Lucille. Right before New Year's, I can't believe it. You see. 
X Rock Eddie with the best music and Rod Stewart. And you're in my heart and you're in my soul. I'll even cut you in on the mortgage payments. X Rock Eddie got a song you are just dying to hear. Well, you're not going to hear it unless you call the exchange. Send 798080 and let us know. This is Sticks. Come sail away with me. I. Extra Kitty, three minutes past two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Hey, man, have you been outside, man? It's coming down like cats and dogs. It's rough, partner. Especially with a 20% chance of rain today. <laughs> this is player. Baby, I want you to come on back. It's raining outside. Extra Kitty, four minutes past three o'clock in the Mad Mexican, one of the shorter announcers around town. And here's Randy Newman talking about me and the other short folks. Short people at X-Rock 80. X-Rock 80 and the best of Billy Jones. And I love you just the way you are. X-Rock 80, that does it for the Mad Mexican. I want to thank you very much for listening. Stan Main is next. Stan Main is next. I'll be back tomorrow at high noon. You'll be able to take care of each other. Keep the interceptions down. I'm going to take the whistle. I'm going to take the boys. I will see you people mañana. X-E-E-O-K Juarez, Mexico. Paso Schools only. X Rock Eddie is BME. Hot as the sun at 25 at 3 with Pat Nugent. Pat Scratch Fever. X Rock Eddie, this is Bruce Earl. 336. Mr. Frampton, I'm in you. Rock Eddie, music from a place in the sun, Peter Frampton, and I'm in you. 3.40, 20 before 4 on a Sunday afternoon, this BME at the X. X Rock 80. X Rock 80, it's Bruce Earl. 3.49, KC in the Sunshine Bay. Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. Six, Chris Michaels, and a Wednesday, Brothers Johnson, a phone call from my local exchange at 779-8080 for this song. Big hit in El Paso, Strawberry Letter 23. That Rock 80 dedicated to the best music and the best radio under the sun. Chris Music Michaels is 606 for a Wednesday. How you doing tonight? And now for today. Hey, Dad, who was that we were talking to? Rock 80! X-Rock 80, past 6, Chris Music Michaels, and the Hard Rock Cafe, Carol King. X-Rock 80, 614, with Chris Music Michaels, is Wednesday. Got some Yvonne Ellerman. X-Rock 80 at 617, Chris Music Michaels, and another request from my local exchange at 779-8080. That's the phone number you want to call if you want to get your tune on radio. Brother JT, James Taylor, I Fix Broken Hearts. Of course, that makes me your uh, handyman. X-Rock 80, the most listened to radio station in the sun. It's 20 past 6 with Chris Michaels got to boogie with Eddie Kendricks next. Rock 80. X-Rock 80, 24 past 6, Chris Music Michael.
8629, Chris Michaels at Chicago. Rock 80, power under the sun, and 28 before 7 o'clock, and Chris Music Michaels. Now the request from my local exchange, 77988 is the phone number to call if you want your tune on the radio. Lace of Whiskey, Alice Cooper, and Company. You and me. Rock 80, more music than any radio station under the sun. Hi, Chris Michaels at 637. I got sweet coming up next. Backtrack it is sweet. Boxes on the run. It's 18 before 7 with Chris Michaels. Your favorite music and more at 642 Super Tram. X-Rock 80. With my newest favorite record, Leonard Skinner. What's your name? On X-Rock. X-Rock 80, 212 with Stan Main and Andy Gibb is requested off the X-Rock Exchange this afternoon. At number 779-8080, you got something you want to hear, you give me a call. I just want to be your everything from Flowing Rivers. X-Rock 80 and the best of Dolly Parton. From the Big Here You Come Again album. The picture's big on the cover anyway. Hit it, Dolly. X-Rock 8280 with Stan Main and the Carpenters. Christmas Day. Kind of All over the world. X-Rock 80 dedicated to the best music and the best radio under the sun. 221, I'm Stan Main with John Fred and the Playboy. Right now, at JCPenney in the Sierra Vista Mall, you can get 15% off on all records and tapes. X-Rock 80. Boy, remember that one? That was a, now, that was a classic record back in the 1960s, something I never liked when I was a kid. Wonder what ever happened to John Fred and the Playboy Band. Do you believe they did slip slide away? X-Rock 80, 2.30 with Stan Main. We'd like to hear from you today on the X-Rock Exchange at 779-8080. Just call and let us know what you got for Christmas. We can give you another Christmas present. Play your favorite record for you. Olivia Newton-John. X-Rock 80. And the best of Rod Stewart from the Footloose and Fancy Free LP. You're in my heart. X-Rock 80 with the most music. 238 Christmas Day with Stan Man and the Doobie Brothers. Listen to the music. X-Rock 80 with James Taylor. X-Rock 80 and America. The story of a horse with no name. Aw, how sad. X-Rock 80 with the best music. 248 now. Stan Main with you. Steve Miller. Santa Claus gets to take a little break tonight. All that traveling last night. Boogie on over to Juarez, Mexico, otherwise known as Swingtown, USA. X-Rock Eddie's got copies of the X-Rock Music Survey available all over town for you. Pick one up at the Liberty House, Montgomery Wards, or Lynn's Records tomorrow when you're returning your Christmas presents. And this week, as a special added bonus, you get a picture of Bill O'Brien. Put this survey in your hip pocket and Bill will kiss your... Now showing at the Fox 2 Theater. X-Rock 80, 3 o'clock with Stan Main and another hour of the best music. X-Rock 80, 303, Sunday afternoon, Christmas Day with Billy Joel. X-Rock 80, 309 with Stan Main and Sticks. Alvin, stop chewing on my butt! Alvin! Alvin! X-Rock 80, 
2012 with Stay at May Christmas Day. The thing I like about Christmas here in El Paso is that you never have to worry about any snow. If you're a kid, it's great. You get a bicycle for Christmas, you can go out and ride it the same day. Where I'm from, you'd have to wait till the middle of April before it'd be safe to ride the bike. You know what I mean? X-Rock 80 with the best music in Fleetwood Mac from their album Rumors. You make love and fun. X-Rock 80 playing the best music for El Paso, Juarez, and all points under the sun. 320 now with Stan Main and the Beach Boys are up next. X-Rock 80, North America's most powerful radio station with Queen. X-Rock 80, dedicated to the best music and the best radio under the sun. 335, Stan Main with you for Christmas Day. And Harrison, what is life? Gentlemen, please. X-Rock 80, brand new Wet Willie music. Street Corner Serenade on X-Rock. X-Rock 8343 with Stan Main Christmas Day. Got the X-Rock Exchange open for you. Got a Christmas record you'd like to hear. Rock and roll. Give me a call. It's over right now at 779-8080. BJ Thomas. Don't you worry, baby. X-Rock 80, the rock station. Keith Morgan live in Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua, Mexico. 545 in El Paso. 645. Album 599. 8-track tape or cassette 799. It's available again at Castillo, TG, and Y. Wilco, Musicland, Disc Records, and Montgomery Ward. X-Rock 80. Please pardon us for the next 30 seconds. We'll be right back. XA80 Oka Juarez, Mexico. Well, there you go. What are those border blaster stations from south of the border? X-Rock 80, X-E-R-O-K, from Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Okay, thank you very much. Jeff, I don't know if you're... I don't know, but can you hear me now? There he is. Yeah. There he is. You're yeah, back. Yeah. My mic finally started to work. I had to reinitialize the uh, USB port on it. I'm not sure what happened, but uh, thank you guys very much. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. No, we were more worried about you. That, that was excellent. That was just excellent. Yep. I had never heard the station before, so guys, Sean, Gary, have you guys heard that station before? Oh, I never... yeah, I loved X-Rock. Um, I, can I heard talk it about... up here. I, a couple of jocks, uh, one guy in the bad Mexican, uh, yeah. Sean would know him from B104 in he was He did mornings there for years. I don't know how long he did, but then he went to XM. Mid, nine, mid, to, late, he went to, well, mid to late 90s, he was still there, and I never knew he was at X-Rock 80. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he was. He wow. was there. And then he went to, uh, he started doing Tejano Radio, went to Dallas, and then he went to XM. Um, and then mm-hmm. Bruce Earle was the guy who uh, was an engineer, uh, and he actually put that big 150,000-watt transmitter on the air. And wow. he built a lot of stations in Mexico, and he had something to do with 106.5 Houston, and they were doing Spanglish Top 40, I think. Um, but, oh. Yeah. And, uh, Radio uh, Caliente. Uh, and so, uh, when he did Kakukuka, Estereo Lacer, he, uh, he might have programmed it, but anyway, they, 
they was a great sound station, and that was kind of near the end of it. I was glad to see they were starting to use the old uh, shotgun they had uh, right at the end of that thing. That was, too. That was great. I love that old shotgun. I, uh, I actually I got them a couple of nights in 79 here in Indianapolis, and it was just really, really fun to hear them. And, and I always thought it was funny when they had to do the IDs in, in uh, Spanish. You could tell the guys on the air were just making fun of it. <laughs> just every one yeah. thing. And, another and another like, thing about them was, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, they had to. Uh, they could right. not. They could not microwave uh, from the studios to the transmitter. So they had to record the show on reels and then run it down to Juarez, uh, and then you'd hear it an hour later. So if you won a contest, you could hear yourself an hour <laughs> later. Uh, how far is it? Did Wolfman Jack have to do that too? What's that? I think they did that. Did that Wolfman Jack have to do that too with his shows? I, yes, I, I think he, Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Let me ask you: uh, How just, far is Juarez, Mexico, from pa- El Paso, Texas? Because that's oh, it's just it's across the river, across okay. the bridge. Yeah, the bridge, the bridge separates them. Bridge well, separates them. Jr., I want to thank Jr. He gave me an article and told me about someone, and I just want to say just mm-hmm. briefly because I know you're here listening and you're unmuted about a lady named Marissa in Albany, New York. I'm not sure if she's in Albany, but she's she does a full time job voice tracking for like five or six radio stations and you i know that you become friendly with her and talk to her on facebook so and i just want to thank you for giving me information about her because i'm going to try to get in touch with her and see if we can get her an interview for all things radio i just want to thank oh, you for that cool to do. that would be cool because yeah. she's uh she's kind of an interesting lady she's uh i think she's doing she's all over the country she's doing uh voice tracks for and i think she's got a studio in uh i think she's in massachusetts i want to say but she's uh, going to be live starting Monday on 93.1, I think it is. I think that was a Star FM here in Saratoga, New York. I think 1160 mm-hmm. AM or something like that. There's the simulcasting. But it's kind of interesting how, you know, the voice of radio today, we're not at, at studios anymore. We're just, uh, you know, we could be from home. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of kind of interesting. Not all of us. Well, <laughs> we, we know that for already. Well, Jay, I want to thank you, yeah, and of course, I, you'll be paying for my meal tomorrow, right? No, uh, yeah. probably. <laughs> Boy, he's always got his hand out. Uh, no, just kidding. We we actually go out to eat on most Friday nights, so uh, that's uh, that's why I said that. So, and Jeff's always got his hand out. So I that's, do. That's because, true. Because, because yeah. everyone, 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 the money that that's in my left hand ends up going to my right hand, which ends up going somewhere else. But we won't talk about that on. Well, yeah, we don't want to talk. About. It's not Jeff that's got his hand out. It's somebody else that does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They forgot a concept called W O R K. Yeah, well, that's... Get a job. Yeah. But, you know, that, that radio station, I just want to go back to that really quick. Was that from, like, 1982, I want to say? No, no, that was 1977. Yeah, 77. You think it was that early? Yes, it was, because I was working yeah. at College Already Radio. W, I was working at okay. WJPZ when some of that stuff was going on, so I do remember it. Wow. So. Too bad Chris is not here. He would have told you the date, the time. Well, oh, no, it definitely was 77. Yeah. Those songs I, I, were yeah, yeah, it was. Cause, yeah. It was, because some of those songs were 77. Yeah, and I knew it was 77 because I was I was working at WJPZ, uh, and I was doing the afternoon drive shift at that time. I don't have any air checks of it, but I was that's what I was doing at that time. 
Well, you yeah, know, it might have been a little bit from '78. There might have been a little from '78 because wasn't player baby come back in '78 or I don't know maybe. There's no, that was seven. That was still that was still '77. Okay, yeah. Oh. Elvis okay. was still alive then. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was a fun station, though. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, by the time I got to hear him in, yeah, by the time I got to hear him in 82 when I moved to San Antonio, they were already starting to wind down, kind of. They were more adult contemporary. I heard him in Louisiana in 81, and they were still trying to be top 40, but not really. And I think their power was, they were, I think they were starting to reduce their power by then, but I was still That happened right. after they quit doing English programming. They, they cut the power back because they were, 150,000 watts. I have an air check of them, a very yeah. brief wow. one, I think, from 1972, and they were doing soul radio at that point. So that's like, I can tell you that. Wow. And they, yeah, before that, they were XCLO, uh, which uh, they had a show called. something about those stations. Uh, yeah, that's Walter, true. Walter, what, 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 what would you like to tell us? Well, um, I was just kind of wanted to elaborate on the, uh, the, on the year there. It was around the, the, you know, Christmas time, December of '77, because you heard songs like "You've Come Again" and and yeah, "Player" and um, "Fly Robin Fly." Well, yeah. uh, and uh, "Just the Way You Are" by Billy Joel and all those were, I think, starting to come out about that time. So, well, yeah, there were several day. days. It was actually Christmas Day. One of the days was. Well, one of them was on a Sunday, one was on a Christmas day, because you had two guys in the afternoon in that shift, because Mad Mexican and uh, the Chris, and the other guy, Stan Main, were both in the 2 o'clock hour, you heard them, so that's how you knew there were different, day, different days. But. Yeah, Stan Main was Christmas, Mad Mexican was some other date. Yeah, so, I don't I know. Thought, I thought it was funny that they mentioned a track Well, I think, I don't know it really matters at this other point, commercials. but... Yeah, really I, didn't, I, they, I didn't hear all the commercials. I was aware a little bit more of them because sometimes I like to hear those too. But it was a good station. It was a lot like what Top 40 sounded like all over the country back then in 1977. Yeah, it was. But you know, there's one thing about those those Border Blasters that a lot of them had this sort of rebellious sound. You know, it just, there was something about them that, that made you think, yep. wow, these guys, they are playing for real. You know, it was just really cool. Yeah. Hey, I'm not really playing. It's a baseball game coming up at 8.05. So why do we... Suggest- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I knew that would get you, Bernie. <laughs> yeah. then, then a basketball game, yeah. yeah. So. And Tim but, is coming up. And Tim's coming up, too. Yeah, he's got a big survey from what year? Let's see. 61? 61? 61. Yeah, 61. 61, 61. 1929. Yeah, 1922. But he'll be on in just a few minutes. Eight minutes and 46 seconds to be precise, Tim. So if you can get your Windows 7 computer going by then, uh, you should be able to pick us up. Windows 7. Windows 7, we give him a hard time. Oh, my gosh. Zoom is uh, (laughs) canceled support for that. Yeah. Well, everything else has, too. But anyway, thanks, everyone. Thanks, panel. And, Jeff, we're so glad you're back. We were a little concerned there. I was, too, because everything was working in my headphones, but I still had no audio coming through, and I wasn't so sure. So I I unplugged the USB cable. From the uh, from the hub and they plugged it back in and it's working now. So well, we're, as long as it's easy, so it, they have easy to fix. 
Go ahead, Bernie. If you if you don't want to watch baseball, I'm on the radio right now until midnight. I just want to tell you. Okay. Uh, and, okay. And tomorrow night too. And this weekend is a A to Z weekend. A Ooh, to okay. Z. Wow. Right. Yeah. Pretty Bernie, hot. For those of us that don't know, what's the ball sign? W Y X B. Yeah, and you can also you can uh, you can get them on TuneIn. Uh, I heard pretty, pretty easy to get it in lots of places. So you can even get them yeah, probably get them on your uh, Alexa. You yeah, can maybe I would think so. So the, the yeah. no place and, you uh, can I'll, yeah get them. Yeah. Can you get it on eight track tape? <laughs> yeah. Are you I hope so. Only. That's in Walmart for five ninety nine. That's in two point dreams, Jr. <laughs> yeah, that's in two point Jr. That's to be released. It's in beta. Yeah. Wait, I think it's time for me to talk on the radio right now. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Have a great one. Thanks, everyone. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling across the pond to the United Kingdom, and we're going to listen to a radio station that was recommended by Sean Ross. The radio station is Boom Radio, and they have three different radio stations. This week, we're going to listen to Boom Light, which is their easy listening station, which plays music of the 50s. They're a bit different from other radio stations, and I thought you might like to hear this radio station. So without further ado, why don't listen to Boom Light on this week's edition of All Things Radio. Yeah, I think you're starting to get dirty now, old Al. We. Hello, this is Boom Light. More music in just a moment. Boom Radio. Getting to know you. I suppose Luxembourg must have been a bit like the pirate ship. Rob Jones. Because there we were, a bunch of guys in this magical place broadcasting great music all over all over Europe. In fact, all over the world, because we had a shortwave transmitter as well. And we get letters from New Zealand, would you believe it, and New York. Kickstart your weekend with Rob Jones. Saturdays at 10 on Boom Radio. <laughs> And now you've heard the story of what someone did to me That's what he did to me Beautiful, easy listening And all your 50s favorites This is Beautiful music, as ever, on Boom Light. Thanks for choosing to listen to us, and please do us the great favour of spreading the word, won't you? Tell your friends about the station. Tell your relatives about the station next time you get together. And do show them how to find us too, won't you? So you're thinking about 
about booking a villa holiday. Somewhere Mediterranean, perhaps? A villa with a private pool and superb views. Good choice. You should speak to Vintage Travel because when it comes to holiday villas, we know our stuff. Vintage Travel has been home to great value hand-picked villas with private pools in unspoilt locations across Europe for over 30 years. When you call Vintage, you'll speak to a real person, someone who'll listen to your requirements and help find you the perfect holiday villa. Vintage Travel, voted best villa operator at the Telegraph Travel Awards 2023. To start planning your dream getaway, give us a call. You'll find all the details at vintagetravel.co.uk. Beautiful, easy listening and all your 50s favourites. This is Boomlight. to play music like that on Boomlight. Incidentally, if you'd like to find out more about the station or get in touch with us, just go to our website, that's boomradio.co.uk, and scroll down until you see a photograph of Nat King Cole. That's our very own corner of the website. Boomlight, the place to be at the weekend. On Saturday mornings at 10, join Susie Sharp, then enjoy Sunday mornings with Nick Bailey. the weekend with your friends at Boom Light. For truly great company, leave the light on. Not until the next time. at five. I hope you enjoyed that. This is Boom Light, where we really do love music from the 1950s. Do spread the word for us, won't you?
50s at 5. This is Boomlight, and as ever, we'd like to thank our commercial partners who helped to make sure this service gets to you. Without them, we wouldn't be here. Boom Radio, getting to know you. Jenny Hanley. On Magpie, I swear with all the stunts, the rock climbing, underwater helicopter, escape training, parachuting, etc., I swear they were trying to kill me. Do you know, on Boom Radio, it is much safer. Enjoy Saturday afternoons with Jenny Hanley from 2 on Boom Radio. Take a voyage of discovery with the Majestic Line. Explore the west coast of Scotland, Caledonian Canal and Orkney on a small cruise ship. A majestic experience combining awe-inspiring landscapes, captivating wildlife encounters and a rich culture and history. Choose from three, six or ten night cruises with exceptional onboard dining and Scottish hospitality at its best. For a brochure, visit themajesticline.co.uk. Boom Light, 50s at 5. Well, there you go. A visit to the United Kingdom and Boom Light, which can be found on boomradio.com. If you have any comments concerning this part of the program or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.